Inspiration. Turn up the motivation. You're on the Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Zig Ziggler wants you to be your best. Welcome to Zig Ziggler's Inspire Podcast. This is your host, Blake Lindsay. Today we get to hear Zig remind us of the importance to also keep learning. As he has so often said, what we do off the job determines how far we will go on the job. Let's listen to Zig Ziglar. It's always been amazing to me to discover that a lot of people think that just because they do not have a corporate job, that they can't make any difference in people's lives. They talk about the boring things they have to do in whatever it is that they do. Let me tell you a couple of stories and examples which I believe will tie some of this together for you. Charles Kettering tells about, and he was the genius at General Motors who was able to accomplish so much. He tells about the fellow that was complaining about the fact that all he did was dig holes in the ground. And then he said his foreman taught him how to dig a hole. Now, this is going to sound a little strange, but he took such great pride in it, how smooth and how level and how smooth the edges were and now, when he looked at it, he felt a sense of pride in digging a hole. Now, you might say, man, alive, you're really working at that one. Okay, let's take it another step. John Wooten uh, was considered the greatest coach and is considered the greatest coach of any kind by most people who really are familiar with athletics. His basketball team at UCLA won 11 national championships, seven of them in a row. Now, that's absolutely unheard of in the world of athletics. John Wooten said he was always interested in how the kids practiced because he said that was important. But he said he was infinitely more interested in what happened in their lives between today's practice and tomorrow's practice. That's a major point I wish to make for this very simple reason. For years, I've been saying it's what you do off the job that's going to determine how far you go on the job. The way you behave during those other 16 hours, are you taking care of yourself physically and mentally and spiritually? Are you making certain that your family is in the game plan with you? Are you learning some things while you're off the job? Because while you're off the job, that's when you learn the things that will make you more effective on the job. So let's say for a minute that you really do not like the job you have. But what about the man in in charge of that job? What would keep you from getting the education, the experience, and the guidance that would enable you to move up that totem pole? That's a factor that you absolutely must consider. Let me give you an example. I get so irritated with some of these high-paid athletes and high-paid television and movie stars when they belittle those, quote, hamburger flippers who work down at some of the stands where they operate. Let me tell you why I get irritated at that. They've got two or three choices. Number one, they could either get an honest job, and that is honest, and take care of their own needs, or they could go on welfare, they could deal drugs, or they could get into prostitution. Now, you tell me which is the more desirable. But let me tell you why I'm excited about those hamburger flippers. And, of course, I'm talking about all of the fast food organizations and similar organizations. What I'm talking about here is the fact that the person who gets involved in those things, first of all, they learn dependability. you got to show up on time. They learn how to treat their customers with courtesy and respect. They learn how to operate some of the high-tech machinery 
memory today, the computers and all of the other factors that are involved. They learn how to develop a pleasing personality. They learn what it is to have your own money. And I'm telling you, they treat their own money quite differently than they do when their parents had been given them money. But the rest of that story is this. A lot of them also qualify to win a new car. They win college scholarships, and many of them move up the ladder. I know personally young men and women, 22, 23 years old, who drive luxury automobiles working at flipping those hamburgers. They're now managers. They earn 50, 60, 70, even $80,000 a year. Now, what am I saying? I don't care where you start. That's not the important thing. Where you go is the significant thing. And I don't care what the job is. By taking the approach, I'm going to do something off the job, and then I will be able either to move up in this one, or I will get a better offer from someone else. Let me tell you a story from my childhood. I was raised during the Depression in Yazoo City, Mississippi. In those days, inventories were small because dollars were so tight. And the grocery stores literally loaned each other food items, canned food items, when they would run short because they hadn't bought enough because they didn't have enough money. Well, I would run to other stores and borrow things. The Jitney Jungle, which was the name of a store there in Yazoo City, had a young man named Charlie Scott working there. Charlie was the runner for them. I cannot tell you the number of times he's come running in our store and say, Mr. Anderson, that was the owner of the store, need to borrow a half dozen cans of tomatoes. And Mr. Anderson would say, okay, Charlie, you know where they are, go get them. While he had gone to get them, Mr. Anderson would write out the receipt. Charlie would come forth with the six cans of tomatoes, scribble his name on there, and take off in a dead run. And one day I asked Mr. Anderson, I said, Mr. Anderson, how come Charlie Scott's always running? He said, well, Charlie Scott's working for a raise, and he's going to get it, too. I said, Mr. Anderson, how do you know Charlie Scott's going to get a raise? Mr. Anderson said, I know he's going to get a raise because if the man he's working for doesn't give it to him, I am. Many years later, I was speaking at Mississippi State University. I told that story. When the seminar ended, a man came up to me and he said, Mr. Ziegler said, uh, how long has it been since you've seen Charlie Scott? I said, oh, it's been years and years. He was a couple of years older than I was, and he went off to the military. Haven't seen him since. He said, well, you probably would not recognize him now if you saw him, would you? I said, no, I'm sure I wouldn't. He said, I didn't think so. He said, I'm Charlie Scott. Charlie Scott's friends told me he was able to retire at age 55 because he kept that habit he had acquired in high school or as a teenager of giving it absolutely his best every single day. He retired a wealthy man, and because of that wealth, he is now able to contribute all of his time to charitable causes and helping other people achieve success. My friend, I don't care where you start. You can still achieve significance. You can still enjoy the view from the top. Now, I'm going to talk a little bit about motivation. Might even talk a lot about motivation for the next few minutes. 
Because the reality is, Dr. Forrest Tennant, whom I regard as the number one expert in drugs in America today, he was a consultant for the Justice Department, for the National Football League, for Texaco, and others. One night, just before a four-hour seminar, he was at the seminar. He took blood from a number of people who were there. Actually, they gave it to him. He, he got their blood. And then four hours later, when I got through, he took some more blood from them and here's a fascinating thing. The dopamine, norepinephrine, serotonin, and endorphins levels were up to 300% higher at 10.30 than they'd been at 6.30 when he took the samples. Now, something fascinating had happened. It was reported in Meetings and Conventions magazine, and that simply is that when you hear a plan of action enthusiastically delivered, giving you direction and hope, your brain literally is flooded with all of these neurotransmitters. We now know there are something like 200 of them in your brain. And all you got to do is listen to something exciting, informative, encouraging that gives you hope, and your brain is flooded with those things. Now, in all fairness, uh, Dr. Tennant said, when you view pornography or listen to some of this obscene music, the same thing also happens. But Dr. Tennant said to me, but Zig, here's the huge difference. Those things get you excited and energized to do destructive things that are immoral and many times illegal. You get them excited, but give them specific directions on here is how you can make your life richer and better and overall have infinitely more out of life. Now, a lot of people say, yeah, but, you know, the motivation is temporary. Yes, that's true, and so is bathing and eating. <laughs> but, you know, I've discovered something. If I eat, I live a lot longer. If I bathe, I accumulate more friends, you know. They say halitosis is better than no breath at all, but it's not really a whole lot better in some people's opinion. Now, is motivation temporary? Well, his latest research, here's what he's discovered. Were these new high-tech microscopes? They can take individual cells and picture them, and at the end of every cell, there's a little storage tank or dump or a little blister. And guess what is stored in those little blisters? Dopamine, norepinephrine, serotonin, the neurotransmitters. Now, what does that mean? It simply means that you can build an emotional reserve by listening to something inspirational and directional every single day. You can fill those little blisters with all of that. Now, is that going to keep you from getting knocked down? Nope, you're still going to hit those rough spots in life. You're going to get knocked down. But I love the story of the one-legged skier in one of the Olympic programs. She and another one-legged skier were almost even to even. She was just a net's eyelash ahead of this other skier. And the other skier went first, and she fell. And the one-legged skier is saying, well, I'm not going to fall. I said, I got this sucker won. But she did fall. The other skier won. And another person came to her and said, well, that other skier was just faster. She said, no. No, she wasn't. She got up faster. That's what makes the difference. It's okay to get knocked down. That's part of life. How long you stay is going to be determined by just how committed you are and just how energized you are. That's the reason it's so important to keep learning new information all the time. Now, a dream is more certain and more easily realized if your life is in balance. 
You know, if we worry about what's going on at home or when we get home, if we're worried about going on at the office, if we're doing a job here and not doing a job there, our life is not in balance. And the bottom line is we have a lot of difficulties. Yes, even though motivation isn't permanent, it is still worthwhile to find motivational material to give us hope and keep us focused on the right direction. That is our motivation for sharing these podcasts with you. Until next week, this is Blake Lindsay encouraging you to live your life to the fullest. Ziggler. Ziggler. Inspiring true performance.